Hey, it's Wilson. No Galvez today. Uh, he stood me up as he's, uh, you know, as he's, as he does from, from time to time. Uh, I tried to get somebody to come on in his place, uh, and ultimately decided to just go at it alone, uh, as I've, uh, you know, you know, did for the, you know, vast majority of the first, uh, 100 episodes. Uh, as I said, even since Galvez became the, 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 uh, the, the co-host, uh, you know, he, like, this isn't the fuck I said, this isn't the first time he stood me up and he won't be the last, but <laughs> you know, anyway, uh, I wanted to talk about, uh, what's been going on in the NBA. Uh, you know, LeBron James, uh, has, you know, sort of come under fire, if you will, uh, from, you know, the rest of the, you know, so not the rest of the players in the league, but, a a a, a large, you know, uh, and meaningful, segment of the players in the league uh on friday uh the athletic reported that kyrie irving led a uh a call uh among 80 players uh the uh, a group of consisting of 80 plus players including kyrie uh who's the mvpa vice president uh chris paul the nba players association president uh, Kevin Durant, Carmelo Anthony, Dwight Howard, Donovan Mitchell, and Avery Bradley. And, you know, um, they said Kyrie's, Kyrie's point was that basically uh, to restart the season would be to uh, take away from the uh, Black Lives Matter mo- uh, movement that's going on uh, right now, that is dominating uh, the country. Uh, and you know, as I read, you know, I read those names. Those are some, you know, uh, some 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 big names, uh, and they're on the same page as Kyrie, Stephen Jackson, who's been on the front lines of this uh, of this uh, whole thing uh, as a you know a close friend of George Floyd's. Uh, he said the same thing that uh, that Kyrie said. Basically, that it would be a you know it would be a, to return return to basketball would be a distraction. Uh, from everything that they're trying to get accomplished right now, uh, as far as you know, with the so, you know social unrest and civil rights and you know, black rights and stuff like that, and basically, uh, Stephen Jackson has no, uh, no, no, you know how do I put? It? I shouldn't say horse in the race, but he has, you know, I mean, Stephen Jackson's are you know he's a retired player, so you know his money's not involved in this, you know, uh, at all. Um, but these other guys, there is, you know, there is money involved, uh, you know, and this, this is a, this affects, you know, so many people, uh, many people have made the point that, you know, Kyrie making 33 million next year, you know, he's one of the highest played players in the league, uh, for other guys, you know, they can't, you know, maybe they can't, they can't, you know, they need, might need these, uh, these, these, uh, games in this postseason, uh, to prove themselves and set themselves uh, up in free agency, um, but for me, uh, basically, uh, you know, the, the active players who are, you know, like I said, who are part of that call and who are on, uh, Kyrie's side in this, um, to me, it, I mean, what Kyrie, what Kyrie was saying coming from Kyrie, it just doesn't pass the, the smell test. I really think it, you know, it just doesn't make any sense at all. Um, that, uh, you know, like what does, what does playing basketball have to do? 
with with this little civil rights. So you know, I think I keep calling it a civil rights movement, which you know, it's like you know, it's like a, a slap in the face of the real civil rights movement of the nineteen you know fifties and sixties. But I just don't understand how it's it. it it doesn't. It strikes me as as disingenuous, because uh, I don't I don't understand how them coming back uh, to play basketball, what that has to do with, with I mean, uh, I, I guess it I guess it would take away from the from the movement, and maybe I just you know maybe I just don't agree because I don't really agree with what they you know with, with the whole movement anyway. Like I said, I think it's a disingenuous movement. But maybe, you know, um, I don't know. It just, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's for, for me, I mean, I, I guess it, I guess it would, you know, it would distract. I look at it like, so what though? You understand? But I, for me, it just, it just doesn't, it doesn't pass the, the smell test. Uh, it, it seems more like, uh, you know, I was thinking that um, the guys, you know, basically that they're afraid. They don't want to. They don't want to go down there, uh, and you know, it's going to be a a situation where you know they're not free to leave. You know, uh, they're going to be you know hold up over there. You know, while the tournament is going on in Orlando, and you know, I think I think they're afraid of the of the of the virus. You know, um, that was why. That's why I was thinking. Uh, I was talking to my buddy Sark yesterday, and he was saying that he thinks it's maybe the it's it's more the the uh, you know the the not being able to move around you know and not having the freedom to bring their you know their side pieces in and stuff like that and live their life you know that that's what he was saying um, and I I think it could be either one of those uh, of those things you know um, and and basically LeBron has become the Kind of the the face of the of the, the group of people who uh, who uh, and players who, who want the season to, uh, season to resume. Uh, people a lot of people are suggesting LeBron is being selfish and that he's doing this because you know uh, you know he's thinking about his own legacy and the chance he has to somebody put it to win. Uh, uh, I think it's uh, the I think his name is Richard Goodman on Twitter. Uh, Le- LeBron has a chance to win two championships in the next uh, you know. Uh, 13 months, you know, um, and, you know, it would be, it would really be remarkable, you know, it's really something to even, even to just think about, um, but, you know, um, it's, it's, uh, to me, like I said, to me, it's kind of a, it's kind of a head scratcher and it doesn't strike me as a, uh, like, I think, I think it's more likely they really just don't want to, they just don't want to do it, you know, they just, but, don't want to go and they're you know uh basically trying to force the, you know the league's hand uh basically to, to you know to, to cancel the season so that they don't have to that they don't have to go basically and they don't look bad for not going you know instead of just being honest and saying why they don't want to go um Patrick Beverly got on Twitter and uh basically said that you know if LeBron wants to play they're going to play you know which you know was a you know I mean, that was a Patrick Beverly type of statement, uh, you know Beverly one of the most antagonistic players in the league, especially to LeBron with LeBron being in in, uh, in L.A. now and Beverly being with the with the Clippers, 
Um, I mean, I just think the whole thing is, you know, it's ridiculous anyway. Like the whole idea of, you know, going to Orlando uh, and, and playing this, uh, this tournament with no fans in the crowd, uh, with this, you know, 22 team uh, resuming of the season. And you know a possible play in, you know, and um, all the. I mean, it's, it's just so weird. It's like it's so thirsty and so and so greedy and so money hungry uh, of the league to even a uh, you know attempt this. You know, it's like why, you know. Um, but we know the answer. You know, it's it, it, like I said, it's it's a money thing. But it's like I said, it's it's. I mean, it's so it's so greedy because it's such a I mean, it seems like, you know, common sense would seem to tell you that, okay, well, like, this is, I mean, it is what it is. The season is a lost cause. But they're, I mean, they're, you know, to, and uh, like, in the, resume the season in July, you know, July 30th, and ended on the, in October. Like, what sense does that make? We're talking about basketball here. And then start the season again on December 1st. Like, why not just, you know, scrap the season and start free next year? It's, you know, I know it's a lot of money at stake, but they make a lot of money every year, you know. I mean, stop, you know, stop being so greedy. It's it's going to be like a ridiculous. It's going to be a ridiculous, uh, you know, like a uh, uh, what do you call it? Watching well, it's going to be like a like a monstrosity or something like that, you know, some type of freak show. Uh, watching it uh, because that's not you know that's not that's not NBA basketball, um, uh, and. You know, but like I said, it's you know, it's a business. So uh, we all know why they're you know pushing so hard and trying to make it happen. Uh, but you know, and it's going to be an asterisk season, uh, regardless. You know, uh, so you know, I mean, I know teams. You know, baseball they canceled the World Series in 1994, and I'm going to talk about them in a second because. Uh, because of what Rob Manfred said about uh, you know him not being 100% certain that they're going to even have a season this year. But they canceled the season in 94 and you know people uh, well, I mean you know I mean there was you know they cut the season short and there was no World Series and people still are you know upset with uh, with I guess it was Bugs Hillig who was the commissioner back then they're still upset with him they're still upset over that uh, but you know I mean, this this really couldn't be helped, you know. This really couldn't be uh, this couldn't be avoided, you know. Um, so, you know, like what what can you really do? Uh, elsewhere in uh, in in Lakerland, uh, it's funny. It was funny to look uh, a few minutes ago and see that the number one uh, trending topic was. Um, the guy from Laker Film Room. What I don't even know this guy's. His name is Pete. It is actually the number one trending topic right now. Um, what what is this guy saying? I don't even know his name. His name is Pete something. What is his last name? I know he does the podcast with Darius Soriano from Form Blue and Gold. Uh, and of course, he he provides a lot of. Um, Or a lot of uh, you know type of uh, you know base Laker basketball um, film. His name is Pete Zayas, um, and 
today he gets on there not too long ago and he announced that the Lakers have, have hired him I think he was with the I forget who this guy was with before they let him go but anyway he got on there today and he announced that the Lakers have hired him he was with the Athletic and they let him go and then they announced, he announced today that the uh, the Lakers had hired him uh, to do video content uh, video and other content uh, for them he called it a dream come true uh and like I said, it was the number one trending topic, uh, at least in Los Angeles, uh, um, where I am. Uh, it is right now. Um, so, you know, congratulations to him. Uh, you know, for that. I mean, you know, of course, there's a little bit of professional jealousy for me because I've been producing Lakers content since I was a child. <laughs> I mean, not really, but I was known as. Uh, the, you know, like the black Phil Jackson all the way going back to like sixth grade. Uh, and I haven't been able you know, now I'm just like a random podcaster and, and tweeter at 32. Uh, but congratulations to Pete. Uh, you know, he has a good podcast, you know, and obviously people like him. Uh, see how many followers he has. 88,000, you know, followers on Twitter just for, you know, being good at what he does. Uh, Dedicated, dedicated to the study of Lakers basketball. So good for Pete. Uh, and lastly, uh, I wanted to say something about uh, the, the possibility that, that Mookie Betts um, will never play in an uniform. As I said, Pete Manfred uh, was, uh, was, 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 uh, made a comment saying that he wasn't 100% certain that the uh, that that there would be a season this year, uh, they they've already it's you know it's June fifteenth today, uh, so they've already missed I guess what about you know like two months two and a half months I'm not over I'm not sure I think baseball starts what they start late March or somewhere around there, and you know it would just really be something if the Lakers I'm sorry the Dodgers made this. Uh, this huge tra- trade for one of the five or ten best players in the game and his prime and to think that you know the season might not happen and we might not ever get to uh, get to see him in a Dodgers uniform you know it would just be a real a real bummer uh, the Dodgers would be okay the Dodgers produce you know they produce you know prospects like it's uh, like it's nothing and I'm not sure why they wouldn't be able to resign him you know I haven't done you know, a whole lot of I haven't really looked into it uh, you know but uh, you know, that's what everybody always says is that, you know, like the, you know, I kind of think it's funny, I guess. It's people who aren't Dodgers fans. They did the idea of the Lakers, them trying the Dodgers uh, traded for this great player and he might never, never play in, the, in a Dodger uniform. And of course, he's got to be a free agent after this season. He's going to command big money. And I don't see why the Dodgers couldn't pay it. But if it, you know, if it does happen that way where well, we never get to see him in a Dodger uniform. That would be a you know a big disappointment for uh, Angelinos because uh, this was going to be a truly loaded Dodgers team uh, this year. Uh, I mean they're loaded every year, but you know now you have somebody who you know yeah, I mean it's two MVPs basically with uh, not basically but two MVPs with with uh, Bellinger and and Betts you know on the same team in the same lineup, which would make the Dodgers you know uh, you know uh, even more dangerous than they've already been, and they've been generally speaking like the, you know basically year to year the most talented team in baseball for the past, you know, five years or so, uh, with nothing to show for it. 
and you think, well, maybe this is the, this is the year where it's you know, where it has to happen, even though it never has to happen in baseball. Uh, so it would be, uh, you know, like I said, really disappointing um, if the Dodgers, uh, you know, make that trade for nothing. I mean, like, I, like I said, just from a standpoint of, uh, like I said, the, the kid Verdugo and I forget who else they gave up. The Dodgers produce prospects like nothing, so they can they can make another you know Verdugo. Uh, so I could, you know, they have enough guys as it is. You know, uh, if, you know, it's still, it's still a World Series caliber team. But like I said, you have a chance. You had a chance to watch this this super super Dodgers team, and now it might not happen. Um. Yeah, man, I'm not gonna, you know, stretch these episodes, you know. Uh I used to, uh, you know, when I was, you know, doing the podcast alone, uh all the time. You know, I would, you know, try to stretch it to be at least, you know, twenty seven minutes or so. Uh but nowadays it's like, you know, however long it goes is however long it goes and if I'm out of stuff to talk about, I'm out of stuff to talk about. Uh so before I uh before I get out of here, just a reminder to follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at TCP underscore pod and to like it on Facebook. Just search for the Complete Player Podcast. Send feedback and mailback questions to Wilson Report Redux at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. The show is also on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. I am out.